This is where the fun begins. I am Iron Man. It'll be energy. Luminous being so not this crude right here. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides. Why can't we be out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people? Let them know I do not exist. Get it out. Shout the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees out of nine. And we're back. Indeed. We got Kyler here again. Kyler Barnett here to talk about uh, Iron Man 3. What else? What else would we be talking about, bro? Strictly Iron Man. Strictly Iron Man. Uh, Came out in 2013. Directed by uh, Shane Black, also written by Shane Black. And uh, Shane Black's a pretty successful yeah, screenwriter yeah. and director. I didn't know he wrote all that stuff. You talked to me and you told me he was Lethal Weapon. Lethal Predator. Weapon. He did Predator. He did uh, uh, Iron Man 3, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Meant, uh, he did a pretty classic Halloween movie, The Monster Squad. He's a great director, great writer. I think it's. I think it was a good choice. I mean, I love Favreau. I love mm-hmm. him. And I'm really glad that he, like, I don't feel like... He ever was bitter about it, at least from what I no, can think. yeah, and it feels like it like, was a pretty and peaceful. I, and I think it, I think it was a good breath of fresh air because we'll talk about it. But this movie's much different in tone. Everything oh, about yeah, it, it's it's a it's a very different Iron Man movie than what we had mm-hmm. traditionally seen. I think it, it was feels good. bigger, like yeah, it feels yeah, bigger yeah. than the first two. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it really like what you were talking about off mic. Everything about it, it just seems more beautiful and like yeah. just. Like I said, just bigger. Everything's yeah. everything's bigger and badder. So, as usual, I'll read the synopsis and uh, we'll we'll go from there. Uh, this is the uh, first movie after Avengers. So he is uh, plagued with worry and insomnia, insomnia since her uh, saving New York from destruction. Tony Stark now is more dependent on the suits that give him his Iron Man persona. So much so that every aspect of his life is affected, including his relationship with Pepper. After a malevolent enemy known as the Mandarin reduces his personal world to rubble, Tony must rely solely on instinct and ingenuity to avenge his losses and protect the people he loves. After threatening the Mandarin on television, his house is destroyed and his suit flies him to Tennessee. Without his suit, he now has to figure out how to find the Mandarin. He makes friends with this little dude and they team up to help track down the Mandarin. Then to make it personal, this dude kidnaps Pepper and injects her with a treatment used to turn humans into weapons. When they finally square off, the Mandarin is holding hosti- is holding the president hostage. The battle waged on until it seems he is completely lost, and that's when Pepper Potts saves the fucking day. He decides that this is it for this chapter in his life, and it's time for something new. Yeah. Uh, one thing, so, first of all, love this movie. I'm going to say that as a disclaimer. It's a very divisive and, like, Polar, like kind of a polarizing. It's it's movie either like, you love this movie or you hate it. Like it's I, either your favorite I Iron Man movie or it's your least love favorite. This movie. Yeah, I love it. It's my like, favorite. I I think everything about it, I just love. I love the risks they took in the story. It's one of the most out there. I mean, it's the most out there Iron Man movie. Oh, the like, the, it, the, the story the risks is, they took. It's like great. wait, what? And, and I I love it because, I mean, Robert Downey he deserved it. Like, he, mm-hmm. what he did to get the MCU off the ground, like, his performances and, like, kind of him just having to be, like, in that, like, he made a role his. Like, he made Tony 100%. Stark his, so he deserved to get, like, hey, man, we're going to try some shit. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it might be weird, but, like, we're <laughs> going to do it. And he's like, hey, like, let's go. Like, it's funny because... He deserves I- that. He deserved to get a story where he can, like, kind of... Like, it can get real interesting mm-hmm. and, like, make some twists. Absolutely. I love it. It's, a. Uh- it's funny because I rewatched this movie last night with uh, my bud Tavares, who I do Penny, the Penny Bloom podcast with, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's funny because he was like, I saw Iron Man three once all the way through, like when it came out, and since then I've seen the beginning and I've seen the end, and I don't really remember it, and it's confusing as hell because the beginning, the villain is not at all who it is. Yeah, at no, the end. no. Well, and I, okay, so um, one thing I was gonna say. Oh shoot, I just lost it. Oh god. Um, what was I just about to say? I was just about to say something, and it was going to be good. All right. Well, um, it was about the Mandarin and the actu- the other villain coming to a T at the end. Oh, okay. No, no. So here's what I was going to say. Um, so, so you know how some movies like they age, and like some movies come out and they're panned. Like, oh, this isn't a good movie. Like, yeah, we don't yeah, like for this sure. movie. 
And then, kind of like later on down the road, it's like, damn, like, fucked up. That was a good-ass movie. For like, sure. Like, some movies, like, they start off in a pretty, like, rough place, like, critically, or maybe even, like, in the Commercially, eyes. yeah. And then... Which, obviously, that's not the case for this movie. This no. is the highest grossing. This was the highest grossing movie for a while. Like, yeah. Part of it is the post-Avengers boom. Like, yeah. everybody's like, oh, shit. Like, this is the last Marvel's movie. the shit yeah, now. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we gotta go see it. But uh, it was a movie that I feel like I just kept seeing people talk bad about it. And I, for for me, I loved it from the jump. But oh, me too. At the same time, I also got into it late. So I didn't see it in 2013. Yeah. So, like, I was getting into it when, like, that was just, like, first bluff. And I'd already, really, like, figured out that I... Fucking love the shit out of Tony Stark. And yeah, like, I got yeah, you. I know. But um, I feel like it. It. I just feel like every time I look on social media, I don't. I see way more bad things said about it than good things. I just mm-hmm. don't get it. I don't I get it. I love this it's, movie. It's the single greatest Christmas yeah. movie ever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> While we're on the subject, totally a Christmas movie. If we're, <laughs> if we're gonna get a, I will gonna, celebrate Christmas we'll, every year of my life by watching. If Iron we're gonna Man get 3. hot takes, then let's do it because this is a <laughs> fucking Christmas movie. If I ever saw one, <laughs> like, oh, uh, we talked about it on Twitter yesterday. I yeah. said this is the only. It was some tweet that said like, like the ringer was like, or Netflix was like, what's your favorite Christmas movie that's not a Christmas movie? And they were like, yeah, Die Hard, but give me the other ones. Yeah, he said Iron Man three, and I, I, I replied, I said this is the only right answer. Exactly, it um, is. No, I, I, I don't know. I whenever I think of it, I think of it as a Christmas movie. Part of it just because it's like a little gag. It's like it's the it's a joke. It's, like, it's yeah. fun. But yeah. but like as prominent as Christmas is, is in it. I, it's kind of hard to not think of it in a Christmas sense. Like the the music they play Christmas songs. Like mm-hmm. oh, when he suits up in Mark Forty Two, the prehensile yeah. autonomous one, the yes. first time mm-hmm. in that scene where he's like, Jarvis, drop my needle, and they play that. Dope ass remix of Jingle Bells, yes, that like fire. funky ass one, yeah. and he's just sitting there, he's giving it the he's, he's, dance, he's dancing, and, and it's everything. like, oh my, this is my shit. What I love like, is that Robert Downey Jr. is a like trained dancer. Yeah, that yeah. man can dance his ass off. I love and the he video. Does, he does that the, shit yeah. where he. <laughs> I love that video. It's like he's a trained dancer, and this is the only dance movie he ever does. Just, he moves <laughs> that. He moves his hand on the front of his on the side like of his face and below his, his face. Hand in, yeah. head in. I love it. It's hilarious. So funny, but no. Like, the music, there's, Christmas music is in this, like, multiple times, like, I can't, whenever I think of this, I just think of Christmas lights, like, because that's what's in the background so often, like, it's more than just, like, oh, it's Christmas time, like, Christmas the is, spirit like, of the movie kind of is featured pretty Christmas. in this, like, first of all, and then, one of, so one of my notes, I talked about, like, oh, like, the music, the lights, mm-hmm. like, the kind of, like, the background, like, Christmas isn't just a backdrop, like, it's kind of, like, featured and mentioned, and, like, it's, it's kind of hard it's not the spirit to think of about the movie, it, yeah. but... My last point about it was I said, literally, there's a fucking ornament as a weapon. He makes an orn- a Christmas ornament, a grenade. Like, that's a Christmas movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's badass, bro. <laughs> like, like, that was, my note literally says, ornament as a literal grenade. Like, come on. That's Christmas shit. Like, <laughs> but no, that's, that's a, some. It's It's like... <laughs> It's like if you gave Kevin McAllister from Home Alone billions of dollars. Like, that's what took, Iron Man 3 is. If you took is. Kevin McAllister from Home Alone and then just gave him the life he had in Richie Rich, he would be Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Tony Stark is Richie Rich. Don't at me. It's all connected. <laughs> anyway. But no, I love... I love. I think it's... like When I think of this movie, I think of Christmas. Like I, I kind of interpret it as... Not necessarily... Obviously, yeah. Christmas movie, like we say that. It's kind of a joke. But like... It's more than just like, oh, it just takes place at Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. I think of it in a Christmas sense a little bit. Like I do too. Yeah. I think the movie leans into that more than like Die Hard does. Absolutely. Like Die yeah. Hard, like that's a movie where like you can really make that argument. It just takes place at Christmas. For sure. Like it's not featured prominently enough. Like mm-hmm. But this one I feel like Christmas is actually like featured. It's part but, of it's part of the spirit yeah. of the movie. Um so there was one thing I wanted to touch on before we kinda got into some of the topics. Um I love the opening sequence of this movie. Oh, it's great. The the and I feel like I've said that about every single one of the movies so far. I've mentioned the opening, the opening sequence. The opening but, sequence but has important. to be strong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's important. Um, but I feel like this one really rewards fans if you've really been paying attention mm-hmm. because it's a flashback to Bern, Switzerland in two thousand. It's New Year's, mm-hmm. and Tony is. Keep in mind, one of the things I want to talk about why I love it so much is. We've seen Tony go from asshole at the beginning of Iron Man 1, and he's kind of been, like, getting rid of that persona. Like, he's still cocky, he's, on the he's still got the yeah. charisma, but he's a he's 
like he's selfless. He's not mm-hmm. selfish anymore. He's selfless. He's a good guy. Like he might say some like cocky, arrogant things, 100%. but you never doubt that he's like a good guy and he's a changed man for sure. But this flashback does a great job because it takes you back to when he was an asshole. Like this yeah. is when he's at his peak assholery. Yeah, like, like he is never like, more of an asshole than he is in this part of the movie. He's completely on his fuckery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I love it because. It reminds you of like what he came from, so then you're fresh and ready. You're like, okay, like it's I remember now. I now. remember now. His arc is like this is how it's worked out, and his arc how it's developed even more in this movie with how much more of like a caring and loving person he is, and like how he's more dependent and all that. But I love that it takes that he was an asshole, and like this reminds That's what this movie is about. Here's what I love. This is my favorite part of this. It makes me. It makes you appreciate Tony for who he is now at this point, like the where he's come from. Mm-hmm. It makes you appreciate him being a nice guy now. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Because he, the, my favorite part is Jensen is in this. Jensen he's in is Switzerland. In and and now I've like, met a man named Ho. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. That's all he says. That's the one word he says to Jensen. And he doesn't even say anything else. Jensen's trying to like meet him up with some of these people, and he just kind of blows him off. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That man literally changed saves your, your life, life yeah. and like changes you forever. But at this point, when you met him, you just blew him off like he was nobody. And then he does it with Killian. Mm-hmm. He does it with Killian in the elevator, and he leaves him up there on the roof without nothing. And I love that because it's like, holy shit, this man used to suck. Like, yeah, and for a lack of a better term, he used to suck. And that's what this entire movie is about: is him battling yeah. personal demons, yeah. like whether yeah. it be PTSD what ha- what happened the, in New like, York, all that stuff. And yeah. like, and he says that at the very beginning of the movie is why is this important? Well, it's important because I had just created demons, and yeah. now I've got to battle them. Yeah, and I think I, that's fun. I, it's I dope love as fuck. putting Yinsen in there. Did so much for like building the continuity that up. Yeah. of the story, I, and that, and then just like as a reminder, like. Hey, that guy has like one of the most profound impacts on Tony's life, and look how he treated him in 2000. Mm-hmm. When in, I'm pretty sure the movie takes place in 2008, and I yeah 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 does. yeah so it's it's real two, time. Literally in those eight movies. years later, he's like, oh my god, this guy's gonna save my life. Like, he's and there's no way he remembers him. Yeah, yeah, it's like that does so much for like really just like a little thing to sprinkle in like how far he's come. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like. I don't want to say it's subtle, but like I don't feel like that's something a lot of people would really pick out. And I just For love sure. that scene. I love what it does and what it means. Uh, overall, how do you feel about Aldrich Killian as the <sighs> villain uh, villain in this movie? I like it. I, I got. I mean, everybody it's... gets mad. Okay, the reason why this movie gets so much hate is because the Mandarin from the comics isn't who the Mandarin is in this movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love that twist. Dude. I think that freaking... Oh, what, it's Jason. Mendo- it's Mendelssohn, right? That's just ben, uh, it's Jason Men- uh, Jason Mendoza, I think, is his real name. The guy who plays... Uh, oh, oh, his real life name? Yeah, yeah. The guy who plays... Um, the guy who plays the Mandarin. Like, in the movie? Yeah. That's, uh... Isn't it... I thought it was... Shit, I can't remember his name. I here, I got you right here. So the guy who plays the Mandarin's name is Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. That's right. Kingsley, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. I can't want to say Mendelssohn. I knew that wasn't right. But it's King. I mean, yeah. yeah, he played Gandhi back in. Yeah. Well, first of all, what? That's weird. But anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love how serious he is on camera. You lead it up, and you're like, "Damn, this dude!" Like, I don't know if Tony. Like, this is like the first time you've gotten a film where you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, he's fucking with a lot more than just some dude in a suit. Like, yeah. this is like. Some heavy it's real, shit. It's real it's terrorist some heavy shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes in there and he's just pounding brewskis, taking shits and banging girls. And you're like, yeah, who fuck? the like, fuck are he, you? He's like, ole, 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 ole. Like watching a soccer game with a gunpoint. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Like he's just this dude. And then you realize like. He's like, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? How's it going? Like it's like, it's so funny, that twist. I love it. And that's what everybody hates. And I'm like. He's like, come on, man! Like, the Mandarin. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, it's, it's a character. I, yeah, I I love it. I love that twist, and I think I just I love the way that Kingsley plays that. I think he's hilarious in that. Oh, one hundred percent. Because you see him so serious, and you're like, oh shit! Like, like this I don't know a, if Tony can fuck with this dude. And then he's like, nah, I'm an idiot. Like basically, <laughs> like, like that's he's actually it dumb as hell. Yeah. It's so I love and that's that the twist. risk that it's the risk but that they took. I'm I, I really believe that like. 
first of all, I don't feel like directors, screenwriters, anybody should be put in a box where it has to be in the comics. Like, if it didn't happen in the comics, oh, absolutely. I, I can't stand that narrative that people make. Cause For sure. Nobody wants to, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't want to see something that I could read and then just see the same story regurgitated on the film. And here's the thing, too, about, like, the comic books, is the comic books are way more outlandish than yeah. the movies are. So how and, could you So if bad? you just pull something random from comic books that, like, we don't get any explanation on, it's yeah. like, it, it usually, the stuff that happens in comic yeah. books is like, holy shit, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, right. Well, there... You can't, like, it's going to be hard to get the directors and screenwriters they did if they're not going to be allowed to take risks. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ, look at Taika Waititi. That man is taking this shit in such a direction, and it's awesome. It's amazing, yeah. Thor went from being like, oh, I am Asgardian, I have my hammer, and I am pretty cool, and I talk like Shakespearean. And then he's like, he's just like the funniest dude (laughs) in the the movie, and he's just like, He's like, because that's what heroes do. And he's just, like, hilarious. Because and it's that's like, what heroes do. And then he, it's like, where was this? Like, this is so much better and I, than the... And then Jane and I. I lost Jane. And... Yeah. It's a it's a angry sludge of some sort. Like, it's just <laughs> awesome. Like, that shit is hilarious. We're, so not, like, we're if, not together anymore. No. <laughs> like, he, like, if you can't let directors and screenwriters take those risks, like, you're not going to get the guys that you do. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the Shane Blacks. You're not going to get the Taika Waititi's to come onto a film because... They want to do this because they like the characters, they love what they've done. And they know what they but can they wanna, do. But they want to take it in their direction. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be restricted to what somebody, like what Stan Lee or Ditka or, any, or Ditko, anybody else wrote like 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because that's what makes these movies good is when there's something different. Mm-hmm. And For I sure. love, I love that they made that twist. That was a huge risk. And to a lot of people, it didn't pay off. But I think it's great. I loved it. And I loved it. I love... It's kind of the whole behind the scenes, like the puppeteer thing from yeah, Iron it, Man Two. Well, the thing Killian is, it's is like a it, madman. That dude is nuts. It literally combines the villains of one and two into uh, one movie. And I love, I love, I love how like enraged, like like he's like, I am the Mandarin. Like he's glowing, mm. like all these tattoos, and he's like, I am the Mandarin. Blah blah. blah. Like he like. He really thinks like he's hot shit, like he's untouchable. He's literally and, like up to this point, he's kind of like he's kept Tony like on his toes, like he sure. fucked him up a little bit, blew and up his Pepper house. Just ah, Pepper just bro. Just when Pepper comes in and shit. beats that man's ass, yeah, that shit is cold. She's a cold piece, bro. That sequence, waxing with the pipe, she's glowing. First of all, like that's hard as shit. Wax this man with hot a pipe, fuck, jumps up, <laughs> pulls the fuck. heart out of an Iron Man that's trying to kill her, looks at Tony like, I'm going to fucking kill your ass, but I ain't done yet. <laughs> Takes a rocket, freaking Pele's that bitch, like just fucking free kick, blasts it, boom! We'll smell you, Killian, like rip, <laughs> like that man's gone. That's It's just awesome. That shit is awesome. For sure, dude. Yeah, and she killed this movie, dude. Oh, Pepper yeah. is amazing. I mean, the entire trilogy of the Iron Man yeah, movies, but well, I love her specifically the, in this movie. Like, I love how Tony's, like, really starting to get serious with Pepper. Like, in this mm-hmm. movie, like, in the beginning, like, you see him, he's trying to be the best he can for her, but he's yeah. just so freaky. He's scared. Yeah. So he's building these suits, and he's, she's like, she comes in, and she's like, what is that, Mark 15? And then it pans to his arm, and it it's says Mark 42. 42. And it's like, oh, shit. And he's like, like yeah, 15. Hasn't slept in days. And then he finally does, like, he's like, yeah, I want to be better. He goes, and he tries to sleep, and he goes, and he's in bed with her, and then the suit comes in and attacks her. Because he muttered yeah, in his yeah, sleep. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, God, like, he's trying so hard. And then... That scene where he loses her, like, I have never, I, like, he was so scared. Like, mm-hmm. that fear in his eyes, like, him thinking, oh, my God, like, like I'm going to have dead. to walk through this life without Pepper. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Like, that fear. And that's what I love about the fight scene that immediately follows. Like, he has no time to mourn. He has no time to be sad. He literally has to go right into fighting Killian right then and there. Like, that's immediately. Mm-hmm. And he fights with so much anger in that. Like, he's so mad, and I love it. And then I love when he finally... He thinks he beats Killian. Yeah. When he, you know, shoots the suit at him, and mm-hmm. he takes him, and then he blows it up. Yeah. He, um, Killian says, oh, it's a shame. I had her so close to perfect. And then I love Tony, like, finally, like, it's almost like... It's almost just like he closes his eyes for a second, and he's just like... He's never been more calm, and he's just like, that's the thing. She was already perfect. And it's mm-hmm. like... Oh, like it makes you like, sad. it makes you sad, but it's like God damn, this man has changed so much, and everything that he's like, about so now much. is because of yeah, Pepper. Yeah, it's just like oh my god, like the 
that 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 whole arc, like just in the, his trilogy alone, like mm-hmm. you don't even have to look at the Avengers, Avengers, like you can just literally isolate his arc to the Iron Man movies, and it's so good. What's crazy is like so his characters good. in like seven or eight different movies. Yeah, yeah. And there's only three Iron Man movies. Yeah, I know. But I love I love that like he fights with so much anger, and then Killian tries to say something, and immediately it's just like something takes over in him, and he's like, "That's the thing." She was already perfect, and it's like God. He really like you. Really find like it's like God. You really see that all come to a head. Like even after he's just lost her, like he's got like him thinking of her that way. Like that moment he thinks of her and hears somebody say something about her, and he's like, instead of just going rage mode, like he just calms it. She calms him. Yeah. Like in that moment, just thinking of her keeps it calms him down. And he's like, she was already. Perfect. Yeah. This is it. Like yeah, and it's like. Like in that moment, he didn't care if like Killian would have just clapped him. Like he was like, he's like, well, I just want now like, I'll be with Pepper. Like <laughs> yeah, like I love that. And I also one of the other things I want to talk about. I love the use of Harley Keener, the little kid. Oh, uh, wonderful! Love, I, I think for one, I think he's hilarious. Oh, it's a, he's that a perform- great part of the movie. One of the things. Okay, well now I got I got a little tangent here. I think RDJ is at his best in this movie. As Tony and as Iron Man, he oh, is 100%. at his, he is on his shit so good in this movie. Like his snarkiness, his humor, his jokes, like how quick, like just snappy with it he is. Mm-hmm. It is at his like he is at his best in this film. They also portrayed his anxiety really yeah, accurately. He did. And he like he's so scared. Like the way he portrayed like this man has everything. He has all his suits. He has he, like up to this point, we have no reason to believe he's not invincible and like, like, yeah. to a degree. And he's so vulnerable. Whenever he's literally like he can, he gets in the suit after when he's at the bar with Rhodey and he mm-hmm. has that first attack. And that he, kid's coming up yeah, and asking him all the questions yeah. about New first York. First of all, that joke he says, "I loved you in Home Alone, by the way." Or no, yeah. not Home Alone. He looked, I, loved I loved you in, you in a Christmas, Christmas story. story. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Like, that's funny. Yeah, stuff. he looks just like him. No, but he gets in the suit. He's like, check, check, check the heart, check. Check everything. What's is happening like, to yeah. me? Yeah. He's like, I have you assessed as a mild panic attack, or not a mild, but he's like mild panic attack, an anxiety attack. Yeah. And, he's and he's like, like, like oh. me? <laughs> he goes, like, what the shit? Like, he goes, me? He's like scared because he's like, I don't know how to answer. Like, what is your like? He doesn't know how to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then Rhodey comes out and he's like, hey, this ain't a look, good look, man. He's like, gotta go. So, yeah, <laughs> he just like, flies oh, away. Yeah. No, but I love the com- the chemistry between RDJ and Keener, or well, Tony and Keener in this mm-hmm. movie is like. It's perfect. 100%. They bounce off each other so well. It's weird because you've seen his chemistry with Happy, with Pepper, with Rhodey, and you're like, how are you going to fuck with that? Like, no, nobody could do that better. And then this little kid comes in. And it's just and it's one just little like relationship. it's so funny. I've never seen anybody in any of the movies really be able to keep up with Tony in humor, like, back and forth with him. And this kid Did comes it. in and just runs shit. <laughs> like, that whole thing where he's like, he's like, Tony's getting ready to leave me. He's like, so you're going to leave me just like my dad did? Yeah. He's like, you're trying to guilt me? And he's like, I'm cold. <laughs> and then he's like... Worth know. a shot. He's like, I can tell. You want to know why? We're connected. we're connected. He's like, worth a shot. And Tony <laughs> like, out. It's just funny. It's like, he really like... They just bat... The I'm banter cold. is perfect. Like... That, that kid, but I love I love the use of him in this story as like a, an important character because I think all throughout these movies we've seen Tony and his like chemistry and compatibility with adults. You see it with mm-hmm. Pepper, Rhodey, Tony, or uh, Pepper, Rhodey, the Avengers, Fury, Colson, Pepperoni, yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I love it. I love him seeing that. But then you're like. You know, there's no kids, like, and you don't, you don't, you don't ever, like, I never watch one and two and find myself being like, man, where's a kid at? Like, yeah. I want to see a kid. Like, you see that small scene when I, I talked about with Peter Parker yeah. in the first one, but like, even that's just like a thing. He just one, saved yeah. a kid's life. Like, mm-hmm. that's not like him being like, oh, actually befriending yeah. a child. But then he does, and you're like, you can see him change. Like, he's like, I kind of like, like, having a kid him. around. Yeah. And then I, it makes it that much more believable that he would take. Peter Parker under his wing in Homecoming. It, it also, makes it because because there's nothing in his arc prior to three where you would be like, yeah, he would take a kid under his wing. Like mm-hmm. you don't, or I guess it's Civil War technically that he officially takes yeah. him under. But like, there's nothing in those that you would really believe. And then in Iron Man three, you get that. Like you're like, hold on, like I can buy into this that he would like want to befriend a kid, like take him under his wing, like be a little bit of a father mm-hmm. figure to somebody. And absolutely, and that's. It also makes more sense as to why this would be the end of his yeah, and, end and then, of his 
Iron Man. Because without Keener, you don't... I, I feel like it's really hard to buy into him being a mentor and father figure to Peter. And then without Peter, it's, like, impossible to fathom Tony being a dad to Morgan. And yeah. being the dad that he is with Morgan. For sure. Like, that's sensitive, sincere, like, just loving, like, father... And like, and like, it's hard to buy into that without this starting it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I could get there believing his arc getting to that point without Keener starting it off and then Peter. Mm-hmm. Like... He's a much more important character than people know. Yeah. And, like, it drove me nuts at the end of Endgame when they have the funeral scene, and then he's, he's there. He's there, yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, who's this kid? Like, he doesn't even belong there. I'm like, have he you not seen the fucking movies? Like, he there. does belong there. Like, he means a lot more to, like, what, like, he meant to Tony in terms of his character. Like, y'all don't really understand, apparently, because, mm-hmm. like, that man was very important. No, I love it. I think he, I think the kid had a great performance. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Tony and him, like, that... Like, it's just funny because nobody kept Tony on his toes. Like, in terms of humor. Like, nobody could fuck with him when it came to banter. Like, he always had the next thing to say. Like, he could always get you. And this kid just runs it. It's so funny. I love that. I love it. Um, One of the uh, more uh, badass moments in this movie, for me, it ended up being, like, getting Tony almost killed by his home being destroyed. But when the reporter was like, when's somebody just going to kill this guy? Yeah. Well, I love that Tony, like, you've kind of, like, his arc in these movies has been, he's becoming more grounded, he's becoming, like, less chaotic, to mm-hmm. a degree. Like, that's, he'll always just be like, oh, shit, something's going down, bet, let me in the suit. Like, he'll always do that, jump at that opportunity. But, like, the, the spontaneous, like, really crazy, reckless stuff, like, you see him kind of start to shy away from that. Like, he's, but then, somebody hurts something that's close to him, you know, happy he gets hurt in that... Because he's leaving the hospital yeah. when he talks to the media, yeah, and he's just seen happy. He's on life, so like he's in the, he's got the tube and yeah. everything. Like he's messed up, mm-hmm. and like that hurts him bad, and that's what drives him to go back and revert to this like bet, like let's go, like he's like, like all right, Mandarin. To him thinking he's thing. invincible, like that's what, and I love that because. When he would do things like that in the first movies, it was just because, oh, I'm Tony Stark, I'll just do mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't give a shit. He's doing this because it's like, that's my, like, I love, like, Happy. Like, that's my best friend. Like, let's go. Like, he's just so mad about yeah. it and hurt, and he hated seeing Happy hurt like that, that that's what drove him to do this chaotic thing that, mm-hmm. like, he shouldn't have done. 100%. And, like, that's why he's like, Pepper wants to leave, and he's like, no, no, we're not leaving, we're not leaving, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's and then the why, house like, gets exploded yeah, and he goes, exactly. like I said, we should get out of yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what's so crazy is... Dropped his home address on he, television. He, I, but no, I love that. I love that story because it's such a dumb thing to do. It's so but dumb, But it's yeah. only believable because he's in in a, that state he's in. Like, he's so mm-hmm. hurt right now that, like, he just did something chaotic. How do you feel about the storyline of the woman that he was going to sleep with at the beginning? Oh, I can't remember her name. Maya. But Maya, Maya yes. Uh, I don't know. I think it's. I think it works. I think. I think I like. I like her as starting off as kind of being fake. Like mm-hmm. she's there, like to be nice and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then she turns on Pepper and turns Pepper over to the Mandarin. Yeah. But then she's not really sure about it. So then she tries to turn on Killian, and ultimately Killian claps her ass, and then she dies. But like death. Yeah. But I, I like finish him. I kind of like it because Tony. Tony didn't care about her. Like, he did a little bit. Like, in Bern, like, in Switzerland, he's kind of like, he says something, he's like, you're the most gifted woman I've ever met. Yeah. And, like, you're like, oh, wow, that was, like, actually, like, a really sensitive thing Tony just said. Like, you kind of, you're like, man, like, he wasn't always just an asshole. Yeah, like, like he had, he had flashes. bits and pieces. But then, you can tell, like, there's some remorse in Tony. Like, when he sees her die, he's like, man, like, like... You can tell he kind of regrets, like, treating her the way he did. Like, he was just kind of trying to one-night stand, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell there's a little thing. Like, he he's looking. Like, her is – she is kind of a device to get him to reflect on how he used to be more so than everything else. And he's like, oh, damn, like, I was kind of a shithead. Like, Is, th- is there a callback to the note he leaves for her where yeah, it says, is. you know, you know who it. I she am? She has it. She has okay. it when she goes – it's right before she dies, actually. She's holding it. I only know this because I – like, I've seen these movies a lot, obviously. Like, I've yeah. seen them a lot. But I watched this last night, so that's why yeah. some of the, like, really deep stuff, it's fresh in my mm-hmm. head. I'm not crazy, I swear. <laughs> but I don't actually feel bad about it if I was crazy about oh, I mean, like, anyway, you, so I don't love, care. If you love this shit, I love yeah, it, too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's, but, I love it when people are passionate about this sort of thing. It's fun. But no, I, I think she's okay. I think she, she's kind of an interesting intermediary, like, 
she can't make up her mind if she wants to be bad or good. Like and, she's in in. Uh, here's what I like is it's not just her simply being like, do I want to be good or bad? It's it's about her what's, work. What's driving it is her passion mm-hmm. and what she's done. She's like, I've worked so hard on this. I've came so far and I still can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to see it die. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a passion thing and. Rather than just going all the way like, oh, I'm going to be crooked and like I'm just going to turn Pepper over and blah, blah, blah to get what I want, yeah. she does it, but she's like feels miserable about it. Yeah. And so you kind of get that sympathy. You're like, man, like she just wanted her work to get like the shine it deserved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't – you can't. she's not just like – you can't sit there and just dismiss her as like some crazy like, oh, she was just willing to do anything to get what she wanted. Yeah. She did and then she immediately regretted, regretted it. it. Yeah. So like there's that – like there's that sympathy where you're like, oh, damn. Like, damn. Like, sucks. Yeah. Like – you know, but I, I think she's an okay character. I, I don't think, I don't think she's too big of a character to like really sway the movie either direction. Yeah, I, 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 I like I like her, and I think I mean I think if she's not there, there's definitely a whole like how does Pepper get kidnapped yeah, and, and all that stuff. Like, yeah, there needed to be that Killian didn't just come in and like take take it. her. Like yeah. she Killian had help. Like I mm-hmm. like that aspect of it. Uh, if you had a missing limb, would you take the serum? I don't know, because here's the thing, is, like, they aren't broadcasting that this shit could really fuck you up. Yeah, they're not, they're, yeah, they're so, not broadcasting, like, yo, you could explode. And <laughs> considering I have all my limbs, it's very hard not to, like, if I, like, it's hard to say yes or no right now, because, like, obviously, like, if I lost a limb, like, who knows how desperate I'd get to, Exactly, like, want that yeah, back. it's different, yeah. And, like, so, I mean, I think, man... Would be kind of dope to like sit there and be like, watch my Whoa. limb grow back, <laughs> like my arm just grows back and I glow. Like somebody punches me and I'm just glowing. Like, yo, and more of the people paid off than yeah. didn't. Like, more well, of them yeah, made like, it we out. We saw less like at the end there. Those people didn't blow up. Mm-mm. Like those people were just fine. They were just fighting. They were some like ninjas and shit. I was like, yeah. I mean, I might, I might do it. I, I might take a little bit, you know, <laughs> get a little sample, I might take a, little, a hit. Little ta- <laughs> give me a little Sam's Club sample. Give me a little Costco sample. Yeah, all right. No, I, I, that's an interesting question. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, because, like, I mean, all these people had to, like, volunteer for it. Yeah. It's, tough, tough, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. What do you think was probably your favorite part of this movie? Damn. Um, I will say... Okay, I love... Obviously, final fights are always, like, really good. I mean, the final fight in this movie is love, one of the okay. best fights, period, okay, I in can the have, MCU. I can have, I'm going to take three. One from the first half, one from kind of the middle. Two from the middle, I just changed my mind. One from the end. I love the final fight. I'll start at the back. I love the final fight. I love it. I love the depth of it. First of all, that was one thing I meant to say. I think RDJ plays such a... There's such a depth to this performance that we hadn't really seen so mm-hmm. much. There's so much range and emotion for him in this movie. 100%. I love it. He does it brilliantly. I think he plays it, like, perfect. He has the anxiety attacks and, like, that helpless, like, scared Vulnerable. Feeling. And then Pepper loses Pepper, and that look in his eyes and that face, like, everything, like, that look is, like, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be a cocky, like, braggadocious, like, almost, like, douchebag to a degree. Yeah. But then at the same time, play humble play kind and caring to a kid that you just met play vulnerable and play vulnerable like that's that's a lot of that's like, like you're asking a lot to get that range and he mm-hmm. just kills he kills it. it yeah but um i love that final fight because it's just the it's idea of having 40 suits just like flying around it's awesome it's so cool it's so cool and and i love i like that in the other movies like the iron man suit is seen as like so important mm-hmm. and and in this movie, you kind of lose that, first of all, just because of how, like, Tony does this shit as Tony. He's not Iron Man. Like, when yeah. he gets into the how, the mansion in Miami, like, that's just him, like, doing this shit. He's engineering yeah. this shit out yeah. of a Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Like, what? So that's cool. But, like, and, I and love like, the way the nice suit little... becomes a back burner. Like, he hops in a suit, gets a leg cut off, jumps out of it, hops in another one. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that almost expendability of the suit because it makes it seem like... Man, like, he built all this shit for a reason. Like, he he has the ability to, like, just, like, he can lose a suit and he's not screwed. Like, he can hop in a different... And they all have different abilities. Mm -hmm. Like, he says, Igor, stable this up. Like, Mm -hmm. that big-ass brute-looking suit comes in and just stands there. Literally, the whole fight, he's just standing there holding up this whole structure. Yeah. Like, he's just on his shoulders. He's like, I will do nothing else but this this whole time. (laughs) And then there's some, like, some of them fly apart and they, like, 
spin and do like crazy shit and then there's some with like jackhammer hands and like just all these different powers and it's like yep. his man really was specialized in a lot of shit like he had a practical use for every single one of these suits like he thought if this problem happened I would need this suit for this very for scenario sure. and I think that's awesome I love that and I love the fight I love I love that it's not just a suit on suit fight like he is to fight this differently than usual like this mm-hmm. dude regenerates 100%. he heals so you can't just like shoot a missile at him and die. Like, he blows up a whole suit with the dude inside it, and he lives. So, like, obviously, like, that stuff doesn't work. Like, you're going to have to do a little hand-to-hand. Like, Killian's so fast and, like, ninja-like with it. Like, he hasn't had to do that. And like, So he's got to be really on his game. Like, he's on his heels the whole fight. Mm-hmm. And Pepper saves the day. That's what I love about that. I love this movie is that, because that, of that. That, that. that he, for once, it was like, holy shit, like, this wasn't Iron Man that did that shit. Like... Pepper did this. Tony and Iron Man was like on his heels the whole time. Like he was kind of like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like that whole fight, and then kind of like clutched up at the very end, lucky, and like got the suit on him and exploded it. Well, that didn't even work. Mm -hmm. So then at that point, he's like, I've done everything I can. I don't know what else to do. Like this man won't die. And it ultimately came down that he wasn't the one that was supposed to do it. And like what I also like is that throughout the entire series, Pepper has been saving him. In small ways. And in, in right. this, the big finale of this trilogy is that she literally saves, saves him. It. Right, right. And I love that. I love right. that so much. Um. So then in the middle, I love... Okay, I love the scenes in the, in the town in Tennessee when yeah. he is handcuffed and he runs from that girl. It's so weird because he's funny. Like, he, he has the presence to be like, I'm not in a suit... This girl is psycho with fire and shit. Like, she could fuck me up pretty good. Real easy. Mm -hmm. He's cuffed, and he hides behind a car, and he looks at this dude, and he's like, rough day, huh? (laughs) He says, it's something like that. He, like, says, like, some, like, little joke. And then he gets in, he puts the thing on, he puts the handcuffs on her neck, it burns it, breaks him, his hands are free now. And he runs into the kitchen, like, she's getting ready to fuck him up. He lights the shit on fire, she walks through it. And he's like, yeah, it's still not the hottest girl I've ever dated. Not (laughs) the hottest girl, whatever. It's like, dude, you're about to die. Like, you're really cracking jokes, and it's hilarious. I love that That's what he's like, I love that timing, how he's, like, so freaking out, but he's still so, like, calm enough to make Mm -hmm. jokes. It's like, you are chaotic as hell, my guy. He is a chaotic (laughs) man. And then I love that he, he figures it out. He's like, okay, how could I, like, beat her? So he, like, puts the metal in the microwave, pulls the gas thing, and then said, he's like, she's like, that's it? A cheesy, uh... Cheesy one-liner. Yeah, a cheesy one, uh, 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 cheap trick and a, a cheesy one-liner. He's like, that he's should like, be the title of my, my autobiography. autobiography. And then he runs out and she's like, oh, shit. Boom. And what I love is that she goes, that's all you got, a cheap trick and a cheesy one-liner. And then he hits her with, with a cheap the, trick and a cheesy one-liner. one-liner. Fucks her <laughs> ass up, like... She's and then like you did it twice in a row. <laughs> I love it. I love she's so cocky in that moment. And then I love like he walks out of the store and she's just like strung in the power lines, just mm-hmm. getting zapped, and it's like <laughs> dumbass. Like. <laughs> and what I love is that like with Stark, everything is so chaotic that it's like what he says to Pepper at the end of Iron Man Two: "You're with me. Nothing's ever going to be okay. okay." But at the same time, it's with like him, he's gonna everything's going to be no okay. What? Because he he's so chaotic yes. that even when shit's bad, he is. Yeah. Like you said, he's cracking jokes. He's optimistic yeah. that he's going to live. Because he's he's give, been given no reason to believe he can't fix it. He's never found a problem he couldn't fix or solve. Mm-hmm. And then, so another scene I love, I love the scene in Miami. He leaves the house. Well, I love the whole house fight sequence. Like when oh, he's it's doing that, brilliant. When the suit, he's fighting with parts of the suit. He starts off fighting just hand I love that humor. The one, two, three, you're gone. And he's like, I should be here by now. Come on. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, I'll let you I'm go. Gi- I'm going to give you to the count of three. You got to get go. up. You can go. You got to go. I, and then they're like, oh, yeah. And then he breaks the watch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that, that wasn't mine. That was my friend's. It's a limited edition. That was like, my really? friend's sister's watch. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to pay for that. And then he, the suit just doesn't come. And then it finally does. And he's like, come on. What did you go? <laughs> and then it's like, fucks everybody up. And it's like, holy shit, where the hell? Like, this happened so fast. <laughs> but I love that he's fighting with part of a suit. Like, it's coming at different times. Mm-hmm. So, like, at some point... He fights with one hand, one foot. So he's, like, flying with just this, and he's, like, oh, whoa, like, doesn't know what he's doing. And I love that. It's, like, so, it's just such a cool fight. But then I love the whole lead-up where he's throwing the ornaments, he's Mm -hmm. zapping people with nail guns, like, a handmade taser, like, all that stuff's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I love the scene when he gets, I love the plane sequence. When he's in Air Force One, Mm. and he saves, 
he kills that one asshole like extremist dude. That's my least favorite character. That dude, 100%. he's such an asshole. He's like, so ah, annoying. I hate, he pisses me off. But um, I love that sequence, and I love that he saves all those people, and he's like, "Hey, like I can't get all of you. Like y'all gotta do some shit too." Yeah. And he finally saves him. He drops him. He's like, "Yeah, like let's go. Like good work, everybody. Like great teamwork, blah blah." blah. And, and Iron then, and Iron or Tony Stark and Iron Man doesn't figure that out. Like for the first movie, he doesn't figure that out because he's not he's willing try to, to do work it all with himself. everybody. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna try to just be like, "Okay, I'll just save everybody. It's cool." But he's like, "No, nah, you guys gotta do some stuff too. Like I can't do mm-hmm. this." But then I love you're like, "Oh, he did it. Oh my god, this is great." You're like, "He's got the suit. Now he's going to kick everybody's ass." And then all of a sudden he flies. He's like, "Good job." He's flying backwards and then a semi just trucks him, just suits in pieces. And you're like, and you're, "Oh, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Well." <laughs> I'm like, "Tony just died to a semi truck. Like I'm finna rage. Like no chance." And then it's like, "Oh, he's not in the suit. What the fuck?" And they they alluded yeah, to that yeah, earlier in the yeah, fucking Yeah, I know, movie. but you don't think about it cuz I didn't you're think about like, it at all. Um, no, I love that. And then at the beginning, I love the scene where his house gets blown up, and instead of protecting himself, he protects he Pepper. Puts he it throws on Pepper, the suit on Pepper, yeah. and he's just sitting there like fighting for his life, just in that without a suit with missiles and debris and everything, and he's just like, "Stop stopping! You gotta go!" Like mm-hmm. he's just like, as long as she makes it out, I can, I will live with whatever consequences comes next. And that's what makes Tony Stark a hero, and not just Iron. Man. Yeah, but I love it because like they even keep it slow mo. Like they have that bit where like as soon as the first missile hits, it's slow motion, mm-hmm. and you see him. He's like. He's literally flying in the air, yeah. but all of a sudden he's like, take no, it. Like, I have got it's to. awesome. Yeah. I love that sequence. I love, like, all the the look of it. Like, he's his missiles, it's a prototype suit, so his missiles aren't good. It's like, mm-hmm. all he's got is a little hand thing. And those can't, like, do it. Like, they won't do it to that helicopter. He yeah. shoots a piano through a helicopter, and he's so cocky. He's like, all right, two down, one to go, let's go. And then the helicopter, he's like, Comes oh, crashing shit. towards him. He's like, like, fuck me. Uh, yeah. And then all the cars, like, all his nice-ass cars. Like, you're seeing him lose everything that you've seen throughout these movies him take value in. Clean like, slate He protocol. loves his car. He loves his suits. He loves... And you're like, he just lost all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the persona of Tony Stark is, like, everything, all of his possessions. Like, Well, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then he loses it, and you're thinking... Oh my gosh! Like and what's going to happen? That's the significance of him saying he loses everything that made him what he was, and in the end he goes, "I am Iron Man," yeah. and like that's really like that's when he became the guy he is. Like, I love at the end when he goes back to the house and it's all debris, like nothing's mm-hmm. there anymore. But all of a sudden it cuts and he pulls out. And what does he have on his trailer? He dug through all the stuff in the ocean, the but he has dunce. He has he the dunce, his dunce. robot yes. that he made at MIT. I forgot and he about hates, that. He talks shit on it. He's like, "Get in the corner. You know what you did." Yeah. He's like, "I'm gonna sell you to," or he's like, "I'm gonna sell you I for forgot. parts." Or something we like haven't that. even mentioned that relationship, but that's throughout it's the funny. entire. In the first one, he says it. He's like, "You better not freaking. You better not put that extinguisher on me." And so I just love it. I love that he saved that. That was the one. He could have went down there and picked up cars, picked anything. up anything in his house, and he picks up that. It's the dummy. Dummy is what it's called. Dummy. Dummy, yeah. I love it. I love that he did that. It's so funny. And then, um, but I love the reveal in the post credit. Like, because you know how at the beginning it starts with, like, narration? Yeah. And then at the end it finishes with narration. Mm-hmm. And then you realize... What it was, was him trying to do a therapy session with Bruce Banner in the post credit. Yes, And yes. Banner's, like, falling asleep. He's like, I, I, this isn't, like, I'm not in, this isn't my area of expertise. <laughs> and then Tony, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's like, well, I guess, actually, if it really started, it was, like, with my dad. Like, back in, like, when I was, like, six. <laughs> he says that, and then Banner, he's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's so funny. But, no, I love this movie. I love, I feel like... This movie works better than any of the other ones. Like I think the story I, I personally feel like the story is most compelling. I oh, feel for like sure. the story is at I its agree. best. I love the I can't say enough about his performance. I just love that range of emotion he shows. He really puts on display like how good he is. Like he people forget that he's a good actor. Like mm-hmm. people just think, Oh, he's in a comic book movie. Like and that's what makes me so outrageous at people saying like Oh, Marvel movies aren't cinema. Like, who are you? Like, Scorsese, like, yeah, you make some good shit, man. Like, obviously, like, you're going to go down as one of the best filmmakers in history. But who are you to decide, who are you to decide for, in general, for everyone, what resonates with people and, uh, like, 
You that's can't. Fair. That's not that's your. That's not fair. your point. Like you can have that opinion. Like, but you can't try to say that in it's simple. Like you can't try to say that all encompassing. It's not cinema. Like in your eye, that you need to change your quote to in your eyes, it's not mm-hmm. because you don't understand how much some of this means to like people, other people. Yeah. Like this stuff is like. It hits harder yeah, than most stuff yeah. to other people. It's, like, it's, it's just... so much like it's so much easier to relate and like, like I'm not gonna like in a Scorsese movie. There's not gonna be a character where like, I'm gonna like really feel like I can probably relate to yeah. or like look like really like idolize like, like I don't think he understands like there are people like growing up on these movies that are gonna paint their like their identity like their whole self identity probably sometimes comes Stems from this from movies, these sorts of movies from yeah. the characters like they who are you to say that these movies can't mean like as much as they do to people yeah like he makes you like his comments are essentially like oh if you like truly feel like these movies mean something like super big to you like you're probably not a real like fan of movies and you don't get it mm-hmm. it's like dude who are you to say that? like why, why are you saying that yeah yeah like you can't like because guess what like people aren't gonna say that like they're gonna be people who don't like your movies it's like that's that's their opinion. Like that's fair. Like, Absolutely. And like what what's interesting with Martin Scorsese though, like these comments and stuff though, is that he's never actually shitting on Marvel movies. It's more just like he's like these aren't telling character stories, character, which yeah. it fundamentally isn't correct. I don't think sometimes it's he. I feel like he calls there, them amusement there, parks. Yeah, there are, are sometimes there are movies like that. Like you can't like sometimes it's easy to get that like kind of feeling from one of these movies uh-huh. but at the same time like it's a different day and age like yeah and one thing you have to take into account is that people who love these comic book movies love these comic book movies because they're the comic book yeah. movies so it's like while sure they might not tell the stories that Scorsese is telling at all they're not supposed to yeah that's exact, not what they're supposed to be that's not their purpose that's yeah. not yeah that that's well said brilliantly said Love that. And and Iron Man three is probably the best example of a movie like that. Like this story is all about how t- it's a, a new beginning for yeah for Tony. And Stark. I love the separation from Tony to Iron Man. Like mm-hmm. they have never felt more disconnected than in this movie, mm-hmm. it, which is weird because you would think with him creating as many suits as he did, you'd feel like he's never been more one with the suit. Yeah, and he even says something like that. Like I like. The suit, like, well, he says in the segment, like, the suits, it, like, the, the suit, suit is, is me. me, like, I yeah. am one with, and the that suit. was a problem. Yeah, yeah, but now it's weird how he is relying on Tony. He's mm-hmm. relying on his in, like, intellect and everything. Like, that's it's Tony doing this. Yeah, because like, the thing was in the first two movies, Iron Man became the good guy. Yeah. Iron Man became the good guy, but, and Tony had to Tony catch up. Like, he's having to do this. As Tony, not mm-hmm. as Iron Man. Like this is on Tony to like, get this stuff working for sure. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was: is it just me, or does like the film itself, like the the quality of the picture and like the CGI work and all of the action and everything, look way better than obviously the first two movies? Which isn't great. Like, well, obviously the- things can take a leap in a in a very short amount of time, but like five years between movies, like from the first one to the third one. Like, that's a decent amount of time. Like, things could change. Technology mm-hmm. could get better, obviously. Absolutely. But, like, that much, like, that I think the much, difference yeah. is, like, a it's lot. It's night and day. But my crazy thing is, is even when I watch Avengers, which is the movie directly before the Iron year Man 3, before, yeah. I feel like there's such a gap in quality and, like, the way it looks. And, and, and that's like, not to say Avengers and Iron Man 1 and 2 have bad effects or bad visuals. They're still But beautiful. I just think the quality in Iron Man 3 just looks so much It was much so much... Better. It was different. Yeah, it's, like, it's I know what weird. you're saying. Like, I just... I don't... It's not something that, like... It was the first... It's just subconsciously, like, I notice it and I'm like, wow. It like, was the first movie... To define the look of the rest of the Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, that, yes, that's perfect because I feel like it wasn't like the movies after that were to like looked like they did in Avengers or Iron Man one or two. They all looked similar and like, like they the built way it looked. off yeah, Iron Man three. Yeah. yeah, and and one of the things I noted, I was like, part of it could just be like obviously after Avengers, like they've gotten this shit off the ground. Yeah, they have like money. once Avengers released. That was game over. Like, yeah. once they got to Avengers, it's not going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be here for a while now. Yeah. Like, Avengers made that happen. Once you tried that and it worked that well, like, 
they knew, okay, we're safe now. Like, we're, we're officially, like, that whole period of, like, we better be careful, like, kind of blah, blah, blah. Like, once they took that big risk with Avengers, they were like, yeah, no, we got it now. We're 100%. safe. We're off the ground. We can do – we can really start doing some stuff. For and sure. so maybe the budgets are higher. Obviously, RDJ became, like, the highest paid actor, like, maybe in, like – In, in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he took, like, Iron Man 3 started that because he got a huge – like, that was when his new contract like, – he got a lot of shit. Yeah, he became him. one of the highest paid actors yeah, ever. that kind of started. So, like, obviously, like, the money was there now – but I just couldn't believe it. Like watching, it, I was like, "Man, the quality! Everything just, about it, it is so bigger, bigger, more beautiful, and just clearer." Yeah, like it was crazy, and it's like I said, it was just crazy to see. Like even just a jump from Avengers to that—that like, mm-hmm. that was just one year. Mm-hmm. It was a movie before. Absolutely, and, like, and like and like you said, it's not to say Avengers effects were bad or anything. Like because they weren't. It it made an alien attack on New York look real. Yeah. Like. That's fucking yeah, crazy, yeah, you and, can't, and I don't. Uh, I feel like that goes understated. Oh, absolutely. all the fucking time. We've seen space in movies before, but had it ever looked like that? I mean, <laughs> man, like, like wow. The, we've had Earth, like parts of Earth, get destroyed in these movies. Yeah. Like, how do you do that on yeah. a computer? Yeah. Like, that's not, insane. Not to mention, oh, you need to. If you got, I'm gonna give a little shout out here, just because that that's something that really stuck with me. Um. If you guys want to, if you guys are interested in like special effects and like how that happens and how in, intricate and detailed it is, uh, Corridor Crew, it's a YouTube channel. They post, they're on like episode like 16. They're, they're visual effects department. So they mm-hmm. make their own visual effects. They do like little short films and stuff and they're really, really good at it. Um, but they break down. They're on like episode like sixteen of VFX artists react, and they react to good CGI, yeah. bad CGI effects, special effects. They talk about like the first. They brought up the first movie that ever had special effects, like detailed, mm-hmm. like good, like CGI. They talk about bad stuff. Like, yeah, it is so interesting. I, I mean, you can go down that wormhole for hours, hours. on end because yeah. it's so interesting. They also do uh, stuntmen react. They do those two, oh, and they cool. have they bring in some. Mar- they brought in a Marvel. The guy who does stunts for like Black Panther. Oh, he was all Black right. Panther stunt, and he talked about how you do stunts in Marvel okay. and how crazy it is. Check it out, Corridor Crew on YouTube. I'm gonna give a little shout out to them. It's some really interesting stuff. I'll definitely have to check that out. Then, like, I'm looking at the Iron Man three credits right now on uh, IMDb. And it's like you had one director, you had eight writers, you had 264 people in the cast. Visual effects, 2,010 credits on visual effects. Yeah. Which, which okay, now I'm going to bring up something funny because that that's how – it takes an army. It like, does. Because, because some of these fight scenes, like one clip, literally one clip can take like weeks to render. Mm-hmm. Like weeks. So that is some crazy shit. Like, it takes that many people. Oh, especially with CGI. When you're trying like, to, yeah, especially insane. when you're trying to turn it around as fast as they, as Marvel does it, like, on that scale. Which just puts into perspective how on their shit Marvel is with all of this. Like, they really got it. And Avengers, I just looked at the Avengers credits, and they had 1,700 people. Yeah. Okay, so That's you literally hear a whole crazy? 300 people less. Do you want to hear something crazy? Always. Sp- <laughs> so, you, um, the amazing Spider Man, like the one with Toby Gar, or not Toby, uh, I, I, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, yeah. That movie was edited, like, by three people. Holy shit. Three. And. The special effects like aren't bad, but there are some scenes where it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's okay, not like, the same. Th- so like Corridor Crew, like they have a video where they talk about it, and one of the things they talk about—that's kind of where I'm getting this from. So shout out them again. But um, they they analyze the scene on the subway where if you know if you have any sort of idea of this movie, hopefully you'll follow. Um, it's the one where they're on the subway and he finally gets his powers and like he realizes it and he fell asleep and then the dude puts the beer bottle on his head mm-hmm. and it's really weird looking, like. It'll, it'll, he'll do something, he'll make a really fast movement, and first of all, the camera's, like, everywhere. It's, like, yeah. like borderline It's nauseous. shaky, yeah. But then, it cuts to black, like, every time he does something. So, like, first of all, you're not seeing the hit. Like, he'll swing, or he'll do something, like, he'll, like, get stuck to the pole and then swing the pole off, and it'll cut to black right then. Yeah. And it's really jarring, it takes you out of it, and, like, the edit is bad, like, the, like, like, if you pause it, like, during that black scene, like, something, like, it basically, like, it cuts to, like, different times. It's, mm-hmm. like this isn't good. Like, this yeah. doesn't look right. And, like, 
there was three people editing this movie. Well, it had to have been a blockbuster hell. Spider-Man movie, and there were three people editing. That's meanwhile a, oh in like there's thou it takes thousands, and they had three, which just goes to show exactly probably why Sony ended up losing Spider-Man to us. In, to, in us. <laughs> to us, to us. Yeah, at I love Disney. I say us, like because I'm a huge Marvel <laughs> I, Disney. I feel guy, like so I like, feel like I'm a part of the team yeah, now. Yeah, but no, I like three people editing a movie. That just goes to show how like how huge of a scale this is. Mm-hmm. Like Marvel takes, they spare no expense. They spare like they want that. Like they. That's two thousand and ten yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and that's what like so black. I gotta Pan- look up like Endgame. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks with like Black Panther. Is that's a good like obviously like that movie was what that meant to like at Ever. the time yeah it, that that movie was very important and for so many reasons and like when that movie came out it got a lot of praise mm-hmm. but what sucks is is the final fight is just it's not what it could have been because I, I agree. if you notice the that is the one Marvel movie I watch where the effects stick out and I'm like ah oh god it's just not. It's you not think the so? best. Yeah, you okay. One thing I like again, not to just keep going to Corridor Crew, but watch the episode where they talk about Black Panther, and you'll see it in a whole new light. Not in like a bad way. It's just like it puts into perspective how incredible it is that it even looked as good as it did, which wasn't very good. But how good it did look, even to look that good with this time, they crunched that up in like less than a month. And I just told you it takes weeks sometimes for something to render. Yeah. Like, they did it so fast. They were under such a time crunch and everything that the fact that they even got it to look that good is, like, insane. Damn. And I don't say it as a knock. It just sucks because imagine if they would have had the right adequate amount of time to really make that yeah. final fight look the way it could have. Yeah, it could have Because the fight scenes is great. Like, the the fighting between Black Panther, like, that kind of style of fighting is Oh, it's like, so fun to watch. Awesome. But that's a different movie. I, I, we got you got somebody else to talk about that. One. Yeah, yeah. No, Iron Man three, man. I can't say enough. That is my, that that movie, like when I watch it, that's the one. There, that's like one of the few movies in the MCU where like, I watch it. I'm like, the whole time I'm just like in awe. Like mm-hmm. part of it is because it's the last Iron Man one. And, so like yeah. I'm really like sitting there like God, I love this. I love this man. Yeah, like, Tony I, lo- Stark. I love God, this man. Like, but no, I I love that movie. I, if we're ready to give the rank, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Yeah, I got you. Uh, well, or if you have anything else, yeah, add I don't. I don't know. have anything else to say about it. I mean, the movie's fucking brilliant. It's I, it's, I a gra- it. it's the best Iron it. Man movie. Uh, in terms of solo movies, it's definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, and see, like, when I give you my ranking, it'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty low. But then you yeah. think about it, it comes below pretty much all of the group movies. Well, yeah, except and, you have to, and you have to think about, too, like, Iron Man 3 is, like, one of my favorite, one of the solos. But, like, you still got your Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got your Captain Winter Sol- Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You've got your Civil War. Like Spider-Man Far From Home is yeah, up there for me, too. Yeah, you've got those. It's like, man, it can it can be easy to see how... The like the parody, like how level all of this stuff is. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, from like twelve to one, like the gap from twelve could be like your gap from number twelve to number one could be like barely. Oh, absolutely! Like, like it that's could how be it is. one teeny tiny thing that could take number twelve on your rankings to number one. Like and it's that, it's that there, it's that level. Like mm-hmm. the competition. I say competition, but you know what I'm saying. They're all like, the, They're all on the that, same like, team. That yeah. level is so crazy that they bat at this high of a clip. Like at mm-hmm. that, they they knock it out of the park that routinely. It's insane. Yeah, and Iron Man three out of twenty two comes in at nine for me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good because even like like for me. It would probably realistically be there, but for how much I love Iron Man, it's a, it's, it's way like higher. I gotta give it like six, maybe even five. Top five, like six, yeah. like top five. It's, it's, is not, it's an amazing. It's movie. it's so good. It's so good. Like I can't. If you don't like the Mandarin twist, like if you can't stand that and that ruins this movie for you, I just feel really sorry for you. Like because I like, respect, that's fun. I respect you. Like if that's how you feel, like I'm not gonna. That's be like, how you uh, feel. Yeah, yeah like, that's fine. But like. I just feel bad because if you appreciate if you if you could get yourself to like it, this so movie would fun. you would love this movie so much. Like yeah. it, 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 this movie could be 
one of your favorites if you really just tried to like that part of it. 100%. Like, 100%. Oh, so, I, Iron Man 3, man. Iron I can't Man believe 3. we just talked about all three of these two. I know. I, yeah, I feel we did like this all... time flew. Like... It really did. Like so, so for those that don't know, which is none of you, uh, we uh, we decided we sat down, we recorded all three of the Iron Man episodes yeah. right knocked in a row. Out, if just... you couldn't tell, like maybe yeah. you could tell. I don't know. Fuck it. No, we uh, knocked them out, man. We, we knocked them out. Yeah, and like it, uh, but this, this is the longest one. This it's, is fun. It's crazy. Like it. It didn't realize I didn't realize how easy it was going to be to talk about this stuff. Like it, it took, sounds a lot harder than yeah, it is. Yeah, I took notes. I was like, I better have all this stuff, and I probably looked at my phone like only a handful of times to really mm-hmm. read off it because I was like, I just kind of once I, you get going, one, it's I kind of know it, but then I was like, we would just catch beats, and it'd be like, oh, let's go this way, this mm-hmm. way, this way, and I was like, eh. yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's oh. a lot of fun. Iron Man, my 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 goat, my my goat. Go- my goat, like that that that's my guy. Like that's my favorite character. That that's got to be it. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I'm just at a loss for it. I can't believe we really just talked about all of this that fast. <laughs> for real. Uh, well, uh, thank you, Kyler. If uh, there's anything else you want to talk about, any other MCU movies, let me know. We might be able to get this done. Yeah, I might be making some more appearances. I might yeah. have to. Yeah, you might have to. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming in, talking about all the Iron Man movies. Uh, I don't have much else to say. Yeah, hey, Iron thanks. Man 3. Thank great you movie. guys for listening. Yeah. And uh, again, if you want to give Kyler a follow, Kyler underscore Barnett 15, Twitter, Instagram. Want to give a Coro's Companion podcast a follow on Twitter. We don't have a Twitter yet because none of this shit is out yet. Yeah, but I'm a, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to record them all first. That's my plan. Record them all, put them out. Let's go. Yeah. Let's so, go. Uh, fuck yeah. Bye. <laughs>